What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawks. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. And uh, we're here today to talk about the Braves a little bit. But as you can imagine, over the last five or six days, there hasn't been very much Braves news. We don't really even have anything to sort of like crow about with the All-Star game other than at one point the infield was all Braves, which was pretty dope. Yeah, that was cool, I guess. I mean, mostly for uh, Ron Washington. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, usually, I think usually whomever the starting or whomever the manager is brings his own staff in. Uh, yeah, that's the All Star game, but it would have made a lot of sense to bring in Wash, to be honest. So they usually it's like they bring their whole like team staff mm-hmm. basically, and then they bring like one or two other managers. Yeah, I don't know who the Phillies. I don't. I didn't even wasn't paying close enough attention to see who the Phillies manager. Uh, brought. I know that Dusty Baker was on the AL side as the manager, and he brought like one or two dudes. But uh, yeah, I don't really remember. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a quiet All Star game. I think Sean Murphy threw out a runner for the first time in a while in the All Star game. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you mean in a while? It doesn't happen very much in the All Star game. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, he throws out a lot of runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've, I don't remember. I mean, people don't really steal bases that much in the All Star game either. No, it was a dope throw too. They got him right in the face, like just the Arce. It was Arcia too because he yeah. was the starter. That was fun. But otherwise, I think Riley was the only one with a hit. I saw a stat. It's like meaningless, but the uh, Texas Rangers and Atlanta Braves combined for one hit in the All Star game. Yeah, out of the 14 players, yeah. or 14 position players, I think. Or no, it wasn't that. It wasn't position players. We had six position players, I think. We had six, and I think, well, maybe they did have six, so maybe it was, or. I can't remember what. Oh, no, rate. we had eight total players, right? Yeah, six position players. And they was, had six total, so I don't know if, two, one of them was a pitcher. He, so. They had Ivaldi, but like, I think I think Ivaldi was their only pitcher. I don't know who else would be a pitcher from them. Dane <clears> Dunning's <throat> having a good year, but I don't think he <clears throat> went. Um, or got selected. No, that sounds right. But yeah, because um, Ivaldi was the guy they had mic'd up. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, so there were two then. Two pitchers from... Wasn't there another pitcher from... Uh, from the Rangers? Yeah, I thought so. Oh. Who knows? Either way, um, yeah. Not the greatest performance of all time. Is what it is. I mean, it's, it's kind of like... star game. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I mean, I, look, I get hyped when, like... Uh, I think Brian McCann won the MVP, like, a decade ago or something. He, and all he did, he just had a game-winning double, right? He was like, one for one with an RBI. Boom, you're the, you yeah. get a new truck or whatever the fuck they give you. Um, but, yeah, so not a lot to talk about uh, with the Braves uh, in and of themselves, just because they haven't really been playing. Um, so we're going through a full-ass second-half preview of major league baseball because i think it's going to be a pretty fascinating uh just second half season mm-hmm. i uh, like like uh i'm gonna say like i established as like as i've proven beyond a reasonable doubt um uh, lottery ticket teams don't win the world series anymore yeah we, well we discussed that last week right um you've got to have <laughs> i mean you can get lucky with certain stuff um, defense is probably the least important unless it's really bad. And then, you know, obviously it's going to become a problem, but, um, you have to have good starting pitching and good, uh, relief pitching. And then you got to be able to score runs. deep lineup. I yeah. think I, I either a lineup has to be, I would say like one through six problematic, or you've got to have like four to five guys who are a threat to go yard every at bat. 
Yeah. Which is the Phillies, I think, kind of fall in, fell into the latter category last year. I, they didn't have a lot of depth at the back. Like, the bottom of their lineup was kind of whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, Reimuzu, Seager. Um, the top four or five guys were pretty fucking good. So. D- fucking dangerous dudes. Yeah. yeah who, who it's just, that sucks um, to face. Uh, but, yeah, I think defense has the Phillies proven. I, but I think it's kind of common sense. Like, as long as you're not literally dropping balls, which you know schwarber does yeah uh, well but, but yeah. uh as long as you're not as long as you're fielding what's hit to you you're going to be roughly okay especially when you got guys in the rotation and the bullpen who uh strike out a ton of dudes yeah and which the phillies had and so i think going through this preview i think there's essentially three tiers there's fucked there's you know going to make the playoffs but i don't think they have they check all the boxes and then there's probably like five or six teams that are already loaded or a move or two away from being that loaded enough to win the world series yeah i mean and then then there's um i would include in that and maybe you're this this is overlap for one of the groups you're talking about but um the astros have had a pretty rough season as far as staying healthy goes um even now urquidy's out for He's just getting ready to come back. He started a rehab assignment this week. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is hurt right now. Altuve's hurt again. Brantley's out. Um, I think he's out for the, for the year. year. Yeah. Um, McCullers is out, I believe. Is McCullers dead at this point? For the year again. Um, and Luis Garcia earlier in the year went out for the year. So it's like the fact that they're 50 and 41 and cl- like second place and close to going into first is pretty damn impressive considering all the injuries they've had. Now, <clears throat> this is not a team that I fear in the playoffs at this point. Not um, as currently constructed. Yeah, I mean, it is the the Ryan Presley's still an elite closer. Um and the lineup is still I think what, tough. Yeah, if they can get if is provided Altuve and Alvarez are in that lineup, it's it's tough to go through it but this other than Framber Valdez the starting pitching sucks um yeah I mean I like Christian Javier but this actually their rotation he's getting beat up pretty good he this is. year. their rotation this Astros team very closely resembles at, at present uh the Astros team that the Braves beat in the World Series because mm. if you remember that Astros team was hurt but they, yeah, got, they were missing McCullers if I'm not mistaken and Verlander out for the year yeah um they did however um they had at the time they had made some moves at the trade deadline. They brought in um, Vasquez at catcher from the Red Sox. Christian Vasquez, yeah, yeah. and um, who's still there, by the way? Is he? I don't see him on the death chart. Uh, he's hurt. Oh, perfect. I think he. I think. Let me check. I think I because they got Martin Maldonado. I guess. Uh, um. Oh no, maybe I was wrong about that. Maybe I was looking at the All Star game and he was there. But I mean, this is still a great team that they have, I mean, we, and let, we can start with actually the AL West because I think that's going to be a really fun division to watch down the stretch. Um, the Astros, after all, after the brilliant first half the Rangers had, where basically everything went right mm-hmm. and almost everything went wrong for the Astros, the Astros are two games back of the Rangers in the AL West, and I think that both of those two teams are two of the teams I'm talking about in the. Close, close to loaded enough to win the World Series category. Um, I, I don't know about Texas fucking rotation, but they they need they need an, uh, at least one more. And it, and it's not like they need a third starter. They need a guy to put it in their 
put in their third slaughter starter role, but they need somebody who is a uh, they need a, a, a top of the rotation. They need one or two guy to plug into that three hole. I think because I don't. I, I it, for me, Eovaldi, who's uh, you know he's having a good year this year, but he's not dominant enough. He's not a one, no, no. And uh, John Gray's having a good year as well, but he's definitely not dominant enough. And Dane Dunning is too. Those three guys are all are all pitching very well mm-hmm. and obviously they they had brought in who they thought was going to be their uh their their guy to do that yeah. um and but jacob de did jacob de things yeah my assumption is people people sort of uh forget that well first off the rangers have already started making moves right mm-hmm. they brought in araldus chapman before the all-star game yeah and that basically means to me they, they've got will smith who's been great at closer this year uh, 15 saves, 0.87 whip, mm-hmm. very unwill Smith like. Um, the rest of their bullpen after Chapman is a little lacking. Um, it, it's okay. They they might bring another bullpen piece in, but people forget with the with the Rangers. If you you know weren't really watching uh, baseball last decade, uh, they spend. Mm-hmm. That is a spending organization. Yeah, they got money for like, sure, and, and they're not afraid to do it. They're they're pretty well run. Um, and obviously they've been spending the last couple off seasons with Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon and, um, DeGrom and DeGrom. Yeah. I mean, so, and then they've got guys they brought up too, like Adolis Garcia, so on and so forth. Um, and Jonah Heim, uh, this team, I, I think they're going to, they don't need any bats, right? Offense is good. It's all arms. Mm -hmm. I, I easily see them making a move. I don't know for whom, I guess it's, it's a matter of, uh, what pitchers are available from shitty teams. Uh, I mean, who's out of it right now? The Mets, the Nats, but the Nats aren't going to trade Josiah Gray. Um, the Pirates are fucked. Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals said they were sellers. You see that? Mosellac mm-hmm. was like, we're selling. But the Cardinals don't really. Jordan Montgomery, I guess, would be the one guy. I could see the Rangers trying to go after Montgomery, which is solid but underwhelming. Yeah. Um, Mitch Keller from the Pirates is probably available. Um He's he's going next year will be his second arbitration year, um, so they can. The Pirates are nowhere close. No, um, but they are. They do have. They're probably to a much lesser degree. You know, if you if you look at the two organizations parallel, obviously it's going to be pretty different. But uh, as far as how teams build, they're probably where the Braves were in like 2017. Uh, um, who? The Pirates. They've got, okay. and I don't mean they're, they're, they will never rise to the level of the Braves like this because they just don't have the money, but, um, or, or the talent. Or to honestly, be the, the ownership. Yeah. Their but, owner stinks. But they're, they're in a position now where if you've got a guy 27 to 30 years old that's, that's going to be out of arbitration within the next three years or out of team control in the, within the next three years, you got to flip that dude for prospects, um, or draft picks at this point. So it makes sense that they would try to get rid of him sometime soon i don't know who the buyer for mitch keller is going to be but he's had a good year um and he uh uh he's definitely the type of guy you could sell and feel okay about selling to you yeah. know what i mean i mean this is he's outperforming his career right now yeah um you know and you know he's going into his prime so that doesn't necessarily mean this is a blip but it's not like he he's had a uh his career whip is 145 so it's like you're not this isn't like Spencer Strider you're, you're talking about here. So, yeah, that's not that's somebody maybe they'll look at. I don't know. There's a bunch of um, 
if you look at the um, league leaders in, um, let's say WHIP, because that's that's the one that I like to look at for pitcher, or I'm sorry, WAR for pitchers. Um, you're not going to find a whole lot of people that aren't on a competitive team in there. Um, no. Because that's kind of how that works, right? Uh, I, I wanted to say when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, or I, maybe I looked into it but didn't bring it up, I was going through who had the highest K per nine on teams that didn't have a chance of making the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. that's a playoff arm, right? Yeah. That's a guy, and that's a guy, too, that you can maybe get on the cheap because they have otherwise um, you know, issues. Like, for example, uh, Lance Lynn. Uh, or or Giolito from the White Sox, and Dylan Cease for that yeah. matter too. All any, three any, of those guys. Yeah. Um, but if you're talking about Chicago, even Steele or Stroman, to be honest, I don't know. Stroman's okay in the playoffs, but Justin Steele's pretty damn good um, as far as as far as K's per nine. He's he's he strikes out eight per nine innings, which is pretty good. Um, and and the Cubs have been pretty much tanking lately. Yeah, they had a nice little run at the part of the season, but I, so with the thing with Stroman is, you know, what's his contract again? I mean, I, it's not on a one year deal, so it's kind of like, are they going to keep him around because they think they're close in twenty four is their year? Yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, they it, they may feel the same about Steele. Um, he's got a player option for next year, and then that contract's over, so maybe okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got three White Sox players in the top twenty five for uh, uh, K per nine, and then trying to see who else here is even minnesota's in the hunt miami's not trading lazardo i mean there's shohei otani yep i don't know what the rangers could trade if anything to get a guy like that to come to dallas fort worth i don't i don't think he wants to be in the middle of the fucking in the country frankly i think maybe the and like do they want to their fans are already gonna be furious do Mm. they want to make them even matter by trading in the division yeah that would be i mean look it's. I don't know if it's if that matters. I think if you're going to trade him, you just got to. I agree. Trade I, him, especially because I don't think he sticks around in tech in Texas. There's no way, and or even. I mean, they, Houston could easily go after him too. Uh, Houston is sort of the reverse of Texas. Well, not the reverse. They need everything. They need a bat mm. and they need pitching. So I could see the Astros looking at all these guys. And by the way, the Astros, I think, are even more likely to make moves than um, than the Rangers because they have a first year GM. Came from the Braves, Dana Brown, the guy who who found Spencer Strider, and there was one other guy too who that he basically was like, Alex, we got it, we need this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. He he was sort of like the, um, you know, they talk about how like oh Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, they're such great recruiters, mm-hmm. but really there's someone on the staff that's like the fucking recruiting dude, and he's va- like other programs are always trying to poach him because like he's so good at recruiting, and maybe he does something like he's a quarterback coach as well or something yeah. like that. That's who Dana Brown was to me for the Braves. Like he was our recruiting specialist, right? He was the scouting, the analytics, all that shit for signing players, finding players, stuff like that. Um, I I could see Dana Brown making quite a few moves uh, just to get. I mean, because it's almost criminal. Like it's almost it sucks to. I don't know. The Astros have been to three World Series in the last six years. Mm-hmm. Um, they've or no four. Yeah, four. They've won four pennants and two World Series. Yeah. They're in the middle of a dynasty. Mm-hmm. You can't punt on a dynasty in, in the middle of a dynasty run. Yeah, like and if it. you're a first-year GM, you have the opportunity to make a move and win a World Series or at least win a pennant that year. Um, 
you know, you kind of solidify yourself job security wise for four or five years after that. Yeah. Um, so it's not a, yeah, it, it would make sense. I, again, I don't know who they're going to go after. Um, my assumption is they probably need pitching uh, more than hitting. I think, you know, their lineup ranks. Mm. Let's see what it ranks in uh, WRC plus because they are about league average and hitting, but they mm. have some serious pieces um, and they're going to get people back, obviously. I, yeah. And I think Corbin Burns is on the market. Um, I know the Brewers are only half a game out of the wild card right now, but they got to get something of value from this dude at some point. Because they don't think he's coming back? No. I, I can see either. that. There's been, there has been contenders that have traded starting pitchers before in the year and had a good, had a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, my assumption is, is that I think the Rangers are going to make a move. I, but I could see them doing, I could see them not adding a starting pitcher and just being like, you know what? I like our guys. They're not amazing. Uvalde is very good, and he mm. actually has a good K, K per nine as well. I could see them just being like, "All right, I don't. There's no deal for a starting pitcher. I love. Let's just load up on bullpen arms and just make it a five inning game, or as close to a five inning game as as we can." Yeah. Because um, with their lineup, they don't need they don't need to add a bat. The the Astros, I don't. They're get they're getting stuff back and everything, but they have no. Uh, there's no reinforcements in the rotation. Uh, no, no. And I could see th- there's honestly, I wouldn't be shocked, um, to see a team go after Chris Bryant in Colorado. I know his contract is kind of big, but he's kind of stuck in a shitty wasteland out there. Um, and having a down year for him, he's been hurt a lot of the year, but he's still a very both quality and versatile player. He's also a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would be surprised if somebody doesn't make a move on him at some point. I could absolutely see that. I mean, and that's a move for a bat. I that like uh, that can play the, multiple positions. Yeah, I mean, he could play both corner outfield positions. He could play first and third. The Astros, I will say, as far as uh, that goes, um, I don't think they're in love with Corey Jolks in left field. Uh, Chaz McCormick in center has a 800 OPS, and mm-hmm. I assume he's more there for defense than anything anyway. So. Um, if they do add a bat, presumably it's the outfield because uh, Altuve will be back, and mm-hmm. and the rest of their infield set. I mean, with Pena and Bregman, and I guess they're not really in love with that Jose Abreu signing because uh, he's been absolute dog shit. But no. I, I think they're going to just <laughs> stick with that probably. Um, but those two teams are interesting. Who do you think takes the West? Um, the Astros will take it. I, I kind of I kind of tend to agree. Um, I think the Rangers I, they're gonna keep, they're gonna fight for it though. I because I, I but they I don't think either one's gonna end up with the buy. Or actually, no, one of them will because the Central is gonna be the team without the buy. So this is gonna be a dog fight for yeah. the for the West because these guys are playing to skip around. I mean, the Astros are clearly the better team. So, uh, what? If it you know on paper, if it's a team that has had no success yet and they're better, um, you know maybe take that with a grain of salt. But that's not what's going on here. The Astros have had an immense amount of success. Um, the curious part to me will be to see uh, what the Mariners do if they make a move. I mean, I you got you have to think they're in on the Otani thing as well. They absolutely are. Um, and how much you know if there is one in division team that he would go to it's got to be seattle 
you know, just yeah. just for all the reasons they they've they like Japanese players there, and it's closer to his house, um, <laughs> right? Shit like that. Also, it's just um, mm. I think in terms of that's an easier sell to Angels fans. That's mm. not a huge concern, but like the Angels fans are like, well, Ichiro, okay, that's fine. As I, po- yeah, but I don't know what kind of draft capital or prospect capital Seattle has. I mean, you, even even for I mean, the presumption is that if you trade for Otani, it's going to be a trade and immediate sign to a long-term deal. Otherwise, there's no fucking way you can make it's, that deal. It's, it would be insane to do yeah. it. Um, uh, right now, Seattle, according to Fangraphs, on the farm system is uh, pretty cleaned out. They're ranked 26th, it looks like. Um, Atlanta's 30th, by the way. Yeah, well, all of our prospects are in the major league. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, so I don't know that, but Seattle could have like a dude you know what I mean? Um, that that might be worth sending, but yeah, it's. I and I guess the the nice thing for anyone trading for Otani is is that like their counter to the draft capital is like, bitch, we don't even know if he's going to resign here. Yeah, you know what I mean. <clears throat> it's not like he's got three years left on a deal, and and so uh, I like the Astros. I'm just going to go with you know the guys who've done it mm-hmm. again and again and again. Um, and that is going to be that is going to be specifically maybe the most fun. Uh, division dogfight to watch. Uh, I suppose the AL West is, or the NL West is in a similar situation, but I we can get to this, but I don't see the Dodgers, um, or I don't see the anyone beating the Dodgers. These two guys, the the Rangers and the Astros, they're going to be killing each other for that buy. Um, next up, let's just have a good laugh for like five minutes, five seconds actually. Uh, the AL Central, just who do you got? Because neither of these guys are making big moves. Um, you know. The Indians are really young. Uh, they have a lot of talent. I mean, uh, uh, Josh Naylor is a good young player. Um, their first baseman's good. Um, Ahmed Rosario and Jose Ramirez on the left side of the infield—they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're well. They're they're actually really good. Uh, Jimenez at second is is serviceable. Quan Straw in the outfield are pretty good. I don't know much about Brennan, but Josh Bell DH is serviceable. Klaze is one of the best closers in baseball, if not the best. And he's not going anywhere at this point. No, I you wouldn't think so, not unless they tank over the next two or three weeks. But even then, the I Indians would be are the type of team though that would sell while contending. Yeah, I mean they they let Lindor go, um, although they knew they weren't going to pay him. But I think that was a good move. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, obviously, it was a good move. Um, the front of the rotation for the Indians is good. Bieber is has turned it around recently, uh, and Savali's good. Uh, the rest, not so much. But they've got pieces. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I just the good twin, manager too, Tito. Yeah, yeah, good manager. The Twins just seem like fucking losers to me. I um, the Twins, I think, are like one of the best teams in baseball uh, in terms of. Uh, pitching um even though the braves if you're a braves fan watching this you saw us kind of light them up they uh i believe are second in pitching uh wins above replacement minnesota has been stingy as fuck in team era let me see where they rank in that i just this is definitely not the kind of team that's gonna blow it up down the stretch i mean you've got a couple of guys that can drive the ball um, that lineup is an island of misfit toys. Yeah, Gallo and Buxton are going to hit you 25 or 30 home runs each, but they're going to strike out 
200 times each, and both of them are going to bat somewhere around or below the Mendoza line at this point. I think Byron Buxton's hitting 208. Um, this, oh, this is where Christian Vasquez is, by the way. Mm. That sucks for him. Yeah, uh, Carlos Correa is dead. <clears throat> Carlos Correa is not doing much. Yeah, I, I just feel like I feel like this team that doesn't make a whole lot of contact up and down the lineup is going to struggle through the rest of the season. And you know, they have added pieces before at the deadline. My assumption is like their pitching's good to go. That they have a better unit. The Indians don't have any unit that is as good as Minnesota's starting rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, the Minnesota lineup fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, my assumption is they'll go after some sort of bat. Uh, they don't need an outfielder with between Gallo, uh, Michael Taylor's great center fielder, and then Max Kepler. That's a solid outfield. So you're thinking, I don't know, Jorge Polanco and Royce Lewis are both hurt right now. Uh, Alex Kirloff uh, is kind of just whatever, mm. you know? <laughs> Like, uh, I, I don't, he's at first base, so. He's young. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't hit against left-handed pitching. So they, they platoon him. Yeah. Um, and when he does hit against left-handed pitching, he hits 120. So Donovan Solano, I assume is, uh, who they swap him in with. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they add, I guess in the middle of the, or at second or third. I mean, um, I don't think there's any hitter out there that's going to be a difference. I mean, there there are a couple of outfielders um pittsburgh's got one uh and you know chris this is a team that chris bryant might play with well but they're not gonna they're not gonna take on that contract i I mean if the the rockies are so poorly run i could see them eating some of bryant's contract maybe yeah they do suck at life um (laughs) but to be honest from from my perspective you're looking at a Carlos Correa contract that didn't really work out. And I know it's, it's the first year. Well, it technically hits its second year there, but it's the first year of the, the new contract. And he's uh, got a 700 OPS. This is supposed to be the start of his prime. I think he's going to continue to, to deteriorate. I think it's time for the Twins to sell, frankly. I think they need to get what they can uh, out of Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan before they age out of being a, a a trade target, frankly, because this team isn't doing shit. I, I'm I'm fine with them just like not making any moves and seeing what may happen, um, one way or the other. That, I mean, in that division, you might be able to ride that rotation to a to a division title if you get lucky. And then, I don't think they can win the World Series, but you can give your fans maybe a little bit of a playoff run if you get the right matchups. I guess you can And say. with this team, they're not making. They're, they will not win one playoff series. I, <laughs> I would bet my entire salary on that. Okay. I not mean, that's one fucking prayer. I could see, let's just say the the Rangers don't win the West, right? And they end up matching up with Minnesota in the first round. I could see either I could see the Rangers going cold and then having to go play in baseball in October in fucking Canada basically outside. That kind of sucks. That might not be good for their bad. Yeah, maybe. There's there's some situations. My assumption is the Twins won't do anything either way. Uh, but I, I like them. Uh, this is just vibes, but I'm picking the Twins for the Central. I, I don't know why, but I, I like them. And then the best division in baseball, AL East. Mm. Um, yeah, every team in the AL East is within um, one game or two games of the playoffs right now. All over 500. Yes. Yeah, so Baltimore is plus five in the wild card. Toronto is even with uh, Houston. And then the Yankees are one and Red Sox are two. 
And the craziest thing is, we just talked about this with the Rangers, the Rays. Brilliant first half. Brilliant start to the season. Mm-hmm. Everything went right that could have gone right. This is one of the best constructed Rays teams we've ever seen. Two games up on the fucking Orioles. Yeah. It all, you know, over 162 games, things tend to plat- or level out. Yeah. Um, but there is a scenario where the Rangers stumble heavily down the stretch, or Houston does. That seems less likely, but uh, the Rangers stumble heavily down the stretch, and uh, the East puts five teams in the playoffs. Statistically, it is possible. That's fucking um, wild. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the Red Sox are going to be able to maintain. Um, no, I, the Red Sox. It's the Red Sox are the only surprising team. Like because the yeah. Yankees, Blue Jays, Orioles, and and Rays are all very good. The Orioles. You know what the Orioles remind me of? You were saying this earlier about the the Pirates being the 2017 Braves. The Orioles kind of remind me of the 2018 Braves. Mm-hmm. Who, if you remember, 2018, we we thought we were going to start competing in 2019. Yeah, and then we just out of nowhere popped up and won the division a year early. Basically, mm-hmm. we call Acuna up right after uh, whatever his. We don't have to count it as a year. Yeah. Like, uh, and then uh, I, th- the Orioles feel to me like they're like a year early. They are, yeah. They're they're a year early, and they're like uh, next year. I expect that are in 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 uh, free agency. I expect they're going to probably pick up an outfielder. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, they brought up Colton Kowser, uh, who is their number one prospect to right field. He's going to start after the All Star break. Okay, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, Austin Hayes is good. And uh, Cedric Mullins is very good. This Although, is just... He's having a bit of a shit year right now, but he's uh, he's very good. Gunnar Henderson is I mean, going to develop into a really good player. He's all, all, already really good uh, defensively. Mullins giving you that defense in center field with a 774 OPS. Yeah. That's can, fucking fine. Yeah, you can handle that. I, I think I wouldn't be shocked if, because uh, they have Adam Frazier, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't go after... Um, What's his nuts in Pittsburgh? Reynolds. Yeah. Um, in the off season, if he manages not to get traded and re-sign somewhere else, um, and then they have uh, <clears throat> they have a really good solid up and down the lineup. I think they. This is a great young lineup. Yeah, I think good chance. Uh, let Let's say. Um, let's say that the Braves don't decide to re-sign Charlie Morton. This is a team I can see him going to and shoring up their rotation and making a playoff run. Yeah. Um, or somebody like that. Like they're they're gonna go after some heavy armed veteran for the rotation because Wells and Bradish and Kremer are really good. Gibson is pretty good. He's gonna he's a good like third starter. He's a good regular season. Fourth starter, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Cole Irvin's like again, that's a great that's a f- f- totally acceptable although he hasn't a good year this year necessarily mm. fifth starter on a team where you're just trying to you know he's just a lefty in there to break up the fucking monotony yeah to be honest but yeah there's a couple of moves that they can and felix bautista by the way is a fucking legit they they had if i'm not mistaken they had two uh relievers in the all-star game i think right? okay they um, uh by the I, by the way looking at these rankings um this team is really fucking interesting in jet for moving forward and right now and what they'll do at the uh the trade deadline number one farm system in baseball mm-hmm. they have the what f- like probably fourth best record well, in we'll baseball. see we'll see how what what their farm system rankings are once cow because once Kowser plays 50 games and he comes off of that list yeah and he's one of the top prospects in all of baseball but yeah they they're still 
they're still situated pretty well. They, they have the third best record in baseball, the number one farm system in baseball. Mm. They don't need to make a move for the lineup. Like, right? They can stand pat with that lineup. Yeah. They just, so they just need arms. And they don't even like need, need arms, but they, they are negotiating from a fucking mountaintop. Yeah. He, so Kowser in 56 games in AAA this year, 10 home runs, 40 RBI, hit 330 with a 459 on base percentage. Um, he is a professional hitter. Like, he, he's, and he plays all three outfield positions as well. Interestingly enough, although not that they need that because Cedric Mullins is pretty damn good in oh, yeah. center field, but yeah, they they're only a couple of pieces away. And Adley Rutschman, who we haven't mentioned yet, is the best young catcher in baseball, um, under twenty five. Yeah, Sean Murphy's the best catcher in baseball right now, but under twenty five, it's definitely Rutschman. Um, yeah, this is they're they are very they're they're not far away from being the dominant team in the AL East for years to come. It is uh, you know we a couple years ago. Everyone was kind of like, uh, to borrow a phrase from the league, uh, roster baiting to the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Rays are always just ninja their way into mm-hmm. a fucking brilliant. I mean, and the Rays yeah. team this year. Is- the Rays actually does it, though. The Blue Jays have never put it together, no matter yeah. who's on their roster since the early 90s. They just haven't put it together. Um, yeah. But the Orioles have already put it together with this young of a roster. I mean, that's that speaks... Highly of the management, and it speaks highly of the young players like Rutschman and fucking Mullins that are on this team that are that are the team leaders. And by the way, this is, you know, it's funny with the Orioles. They it, like they quote unquote haven't been good in a while or whatever. But you know, this is the team. They were in the ALCS in 2014 mm-hmm. with um, what's his fuck the third baseman who we all hate um, Machado. Machado, and I mean they they have had great guys in the very recent past. I this makes me want to like buy Orioles gear to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I, this team is fucking fun, dude. Yeah, I mean they have uh and it's all young. Rutschman is 25, Malcastle is 26. Frazier's the elder statesman at 31, but Gunnar Henderson I think is 22, Austin Hayes is 28, and Cedric Mullins is 28, I believe. Yep. Um and Kowser's 23, Santander who is a uh, as good as you're going to get at DH. Um, I, he actually is one of the better performing DHs in all of baseball with an 840 OPS, um, also 28. So yeah, I mean, you they they have a window now. We'll see what they do. I I my assumption, man, they just have apparently so much farm system depth. Get that fucking arm, man. Just attack. You, you got to hit the hole when it opens. I mean, if you can get two, I would get two. A hundred percent. Honest. Um, um, and then uh, I, even if it's uh, a, a rotation guy and a and a and a setup guy. You got to make some kind of move here. Who do you think they uh, go after? Is there any arms in particular? I kind of wonder if the Padres are just going to say, fuck it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with with San Diego. I would like to see Corbin Burns go to Baltimore. That'd be great. Um, You know, because he's not he's been in a small market team for a long time. Not that Baltimore is as small a market as uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, but, you know, he's not the kind of. He's never been the kind of guy that that leaves to go chase money and shit like that. So I think he wants to win, and this is the kind of team where you he would come in and immediately be the ace of this team and improve them probably by seven games in the standings. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is based on where they are right now. That is that is a perennial playoff team. Um, yeah, somebody like that would be nice. I I could see them going to I and I think the Brewers are a good uh, pretty decent with this, and I think the White Sox are even though the White Sox have. Uh, completely like just disintegrated in midair 
Because remember, like the White Sox were another team where it's like this team is set up for the decade. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then just um, the White Sox front office is also very good at, at um, stocking farm systems and growing talent and mm. stuff like that. I wonder if the White Sox with their three pitchers wouldn't be most inclined to deal with Baltimore just because there's, you know, so to speak, a uh, lot more items on the shelf yeah. for, for them to choose through. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Because um, there's really not going to be... It would be, by the way, just fucking funny if Baltimore traded for Otani knowing they weren't going to re-sign him and we're just like, fuck it, let's go. I mean, if you, you know... If, if you, you don't give up that much. Yeah, if you if you don't give up that much, it might be fine. Uh, Kyle Finnegan's another guy that I think is going to move. Um, he's uh, He's closed some for the Nationals, but he's also... Uh, been their uh, their setup guy for most of the season. Yeah, he's actually got more saves than the fucking closer. But uh, they they so they have Hunter Harvey at closer. They have Kyle Finnegan uh, in the setup role. One or both of those guys are going to get traded, I would imagine, because they don't have any fucking use for them. They're the worst team in baseball. Um, well, not the worst, but they're close. Uh, there's got to be some people on fucking. The Nationals team that are going that are going to be on the move for sure. Finnegan's a great reliever. Yeah, he's really good. Um, Um, I I wouldn't mind. No, I would. I would love to pick him up. I don't know if they'll move him in division. I don't think they care at this point. Yeah, I mean they they're in a total. They're not even in a rebuild yet. They're like it it, for them. It's like the hurricane is still happening. (laughs) Um, And then Lane Thomas, their right fielder. That's also somebody that would be very attractive to a team that needs an outfielder. I don't know uh, who it is, but um, and he's—I don't know what his contract's like, but he's 27. He's entering his prime right now, so you could definitely get a good haul for him for sure. I mean, the Astros uh, certainly, I think, would like to upgrade left field, and then so would we, frankly. But I don't know that we're going to trade for this guy because it, it would. I mean, I don't. Well, see. we'll, we'll see if they wanted. Uh, I know they have that. Um, what's his name? C.J. Abrams at shortstop that mm-hmm. they're really high on. He's 22. Um, and then they have uh, uh, Jaime Candelario at third, but he's 29. It, I wouldn't – if I'm AA, I'm calling Washington and trying to trade uh, uh, Vaughn Grissom for Lane Thomas right now. Vaughn Grissom and, and something else, yeah. I guess, probably. But that would be a good pickup and then you know re-sign Thomas to a, a nice five-year deal. Because he's got an 844 OPS. That would be a good move for us. Fucking be into that. Uh, I don't think the Blue Jays have any chance of winning the division. The t- Even though they're eight games back, if the Yankees do Yankees shit and maybe mm. like get Otani or something, I could see them being... I don't know who the Yankees are allegedly giving up for Otani, unless it's a rental. Right. Uh, I don't know who you're giving up for him the yankees farm system is okay i guess but it's they don't have middle of the pack yeah. they don't they don't have like who are they gonna <laughs> they're gonna trade fucking mike stanton for him <laughs> who can't stay on the field i mean seriously i don't know what the deal is because i think yeah. the, the angels have enough people that can't stay healthy i know no shit anthony rendon among mm-hmm. them he was supposed to be the the other guy um i do think it's more or less between the orioles and rays though i mean obviously the standings already kind of bear that out i I feel like the Blue Jays make a wild card spot, but I just don't love that team. Mm. Uh, who do you got between the Rays and Orioles? Uh, the Rays, 100%. You think the Rays are still going to win the division? Yeah. I, I think the, the Orioles are uh, they're definitely ahead of schedule, and they've got 
the ignorance of youth is on their side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they don't know enough to be fucking panicked about any of this stuff. Um, but the Rays are good top to bottom. They, they just do baseball really well. I don't think yeah. they're going to slide. I think if it stays close in the last mm. month, I might lean Orioles just because kind of with your ignorance of youth comment, like they're yeah, just going gonna to be pups. And, and if excited. McClanahan stays out, if he can't stay healthy, yeah, obviously that's a big chip for them. But if McClanahan, Glasnow, and Eflin are at the top of the rotation, I think they'll be fine. It's a gnarly, yeah. That, that'll be another fun divisional uh, battle just because they're also fighting to skip around, Yeah, essentially. Well, uh, they need to because after Eflin, it's bad news pitching-wise. Yeah. Uh, their their bullpen's pretty good. Pete Fairbanks is really good. The rest of their bullpen is pretty good, but um, <clears throat> McClane and Glasnow and Eflin, and that's it. So we'll it's, see. It's gonna be fun. I'm kind of like high. I'm gonna start. I wish. Well, they're on at the same time as the Braves all the time. But if I, if the Orioles are on the West Coast, I'm putting those games on. Mm-hmm. Um, they they are fun to watch. Yeah. Next up, go to the National League. Start with the NL West. Uh, Dodgers have tied the Diamondbacks and the Giants, who are just. Like the almost like the new Rays at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, two and a half games back, uh, the Padres are having a nightmare season, and the Rockies don't exist. Um, I expect the Dodgers to make some very annoying, high-profile moves that puts them into because right now they're not there. They have rotation issues, right? Yeah, they're going to shore up that rotation and maybe somehow add a bat to like i'm i'm anticipating something where i have to be scared of the dodgers again maybe yeah i mean i it's the the most interesting thing in the west is if the padres are going to sell and i honestly as an organization i don't know how you don't do something um i know darvish just signed or he's in the middle of a of a new contract i think um he's having a shitty year but um Blake Snell has kind of completed the comeback now. He's he's very much back. So yeah. it's like he's thirty. He still has several more years in his prime. I think he's probably the the guy that you trade from this team. Um, Absolutely, the, the haul you could get from the yeah. right team from the Orioles, for example, yeah. for Blake fucking Snell. Well, Snell and Hater trade him trade them both to the same team, and you could get their entire farm system. Yep, for and those Snell two arms. Snell, by the way, last year of his deal. Yeah. So he is done after yeah. this year on a five-year, $50 million contract. Yeah. Um, God, if you got Snell and Hader, I mean, look, we've talked about already how we both really want Josh Hader on this fucking, in this fucking book. Go get Hader and Finnegan and call it a day mm-hmm. for the Braves. Um, but yeah, I, the Padres to me, I think you just got to sell. I, I don't, it's not working. I mean, the alternative is to pay all these salaries and get nothing. Yeah. Um, and by the way, uh, Hater also a free agent after this year. Yep, this is last year of arbitration. He got fourteen mil. Um, I expect he's going to get something similar on the open market. I don't think he's going to get fucking like twenty five million a year. You know, he had that like year and a half hiccup that's probably yeah. going to handcuff him a little yeah. bit. Um, even though he has been lights out this year. Yeah, uh, I feel like the Diamondbacks have been a fun story, and they're definitely a good team. But I just don't see how the Dodgers don't win this division again. Yeah, the Dodgers will win the division. I, the, the interesting part about, again, about this, the only interesting part about this division to me is what happens with the Padres. I don't think that Machado, Bogart, Soto, or Tatis are going to end up on the market. Um, but maybe. 
you know, who knows? I mean, those four guys you put so much money into, mm -hmm. and by the way, they're mostly young. So that's a good core. Like at least Soto and Tatis, maybe yeah. punt the other two. But um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's, that's a fascinating team. I The, the uh, Giants to me, I don't know what the fuck the Giants are other than just kind of like interesting. Like they these guys just keep, if this is a team with money that is like building teams like they don't have money. Mm -hmm. It's very bizarre. To yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, they they spent a lot of money on on Michael Conforto and um, Jock Peterson, which whatever, right? I mean, in the playoffs, you want Jock. Michael Conforto has been a pretty decent run producer throughout his career, although he's had some injury problems lately, but. Uh, they spend a lot of money on those two guys relative to their talent level, in my opinion. But they don't—they're—they're they're not spending much anywhere else. No, oddly enough, they're—they um, uh, have some good pitchers in the rotation, but they're not. Yeah, they're not spending money on them. Like Logan no. Webb, uh, what's his contract right now? I—he might still be in arbitration. Uh yeah, he is. He's in. Uh, oh no, they—they they, he signed a five-year ninety. Okay, so they got um, they, they pulled a Anthopolis last year, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, Worth it. I mean, that's a that's a great deal for Logan Webb. Yeah, but it's also you know pretty good trade bait if you're trying to rebuild. But I don't know what San Francisco does. They just been kind of treading water for the last half decade or so since they were uh, since they were um, a little competitive mini before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th th there's such a weird thing. Like I don't know whether to call them a dynasty or not from that from the 2010s because they won three World Series, but like. When they weren't winning the World Series, they weren't winning anything. What would you call Golden State a dynasty? Yeah. Because they had that year in between, that year and a half in between where they were the worst team in basketball. Yeah, but they were they were making the playoffs every year before that and mm -hmm. then, you know, won again. That was just like a weird injury year. The, the Giants, it was just like they had the same roster every year, but yeah. could, couldn't even make the playoffs half the time. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, I don't know. But as far as this division goes, I think it's pretty clear that the Dodgers are going to win. Uh um it, there is a more than non-zero chance that they grab Otani. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, they it's, have the, the the most impressive thing about the Dodgers this entire time has been, um, you know, people shit on them for barely almost kind of winning one World Series. Mm -hmm. um, and then I know they had their division streak snapped by the Giants in that weird year that we won the World Series, but the Giants just somehow like won 108 games yeah. and the Dodgers stuck at 107. Um Despite all of this run, all of their huge trades they make all the time, they're all their free agent signings. No, all of it. Fourth best farm system in baseball. They're always loaded. They always have pieces to move. It's fucking crazy. I don't know if they're just better internationally than everyone else. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. But I, they are once again at the top. Um, and it seems like ha like those assets are almost always used to just get major league assets which it's more or less worked for them i think this is the dodgers to to win they are uh nine ish nine i believe games behind the braves in terms of the standings mm -hmm. um that's a pretty big mountain to climb in terms of taking over the number one seed i don't think that's going to happen but i see i foresee the dodgers pretty much cruising to the two seed in in the national league yeah i would be shocked if it's not them It'll it'll be them or the Diamondbacks. I don't think the Giants will make a run like that. The Diamondbacks have really good starting pitching. Um, they do. Gallon, Kelly, Henry—they're all good. Um, 
the thing with the Diamondbacks is interesting. So on the farm system rankings, uh, Arizona's second behind Baltimore. But I don't know how much Arizona wants to sell to like win today. Like they're building so much that I don't know that they're. I don't know. They seem like less of a, a trade deadline candidate than Baltimore. Yeah, that's probably right. I mean, they have. There's a couple of. Um, I, I could see them selling certain people like uh, Guriel, for example. Longtime yeah. Astro, a lot of playoff experience. He's 29. He's probably not um, part of their long term plan. I wouldn't think, considering how much talent they, how how young they are, and mm-hmm. how much talent they have in uh, their farm system. Still, I could see him moving, but everybody else in this roster seems firm to me. Yeah, I, I don't think May, maybe Christian. Maybe if they tank, they trade Christian Walker to get top value for him because he's 32 now. He's coming out of his prime a little bit. Um, maybe, but I think Guriel is probably the only guy you're going to see move. Yeah, and I mean, look, he hasn't, I don't think he's played a ton of games. Who's that? Um, I was going to say, they have Evan Longoria on the bench. They do, yeah. 47 games. He's got 11 home runs. 828, 828 yeah, OPS. OPS. He's, he's definitely, um, <clears throat> for somebody that's looking to, um, especially somebody that's looking to platoon a guy out against left-handers because mm-hmm. he hits he hits lefties really well. So if you're if you're looking for a corner guy or a DH to hit right-handed, uh, yeah, I could see him on the move. That's a good point. I didn't I forgot he was even there. To be same, same until I was looking at the depth chart right now. Uh, but yeah, I see the Dodgers cruising now. Interestingly, in the Central, the Dodgers are only one or two games better than the current division-leading Reds, and the Brewers are one game back of the Reds. There's a there's I know that the schedule's a little bit more balanced this year than last year, but the Reds are still going to play the majority of their games against the NL Central. Yeah. I could see a situation where the Reds somehow sneak through to that second seed. Um but the Reds are in first, the Brewers back a game, the rest of the division don't need to worry about it. Um no one's over 500. In mm. fact, the Cubs are somehow the only team with a run differential in the red in the in the black. Uh everyone else is in the red. Um who do you think wins the division, and who who do you see making positive moves? I know you said that Brewers might trade Burns, um, presumably for something that wouldn't be necessarily useful for this year. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on how the next two weeks go. That This is always after the All-Star break. The first two weeks after the All-Star break typically makes the final determination on who's going to be a buyer and seller. Um, I, I don't know what, if any, moves they're going to make. Um, again, Corbin is just in the first year of a new five-year deal, so maybe they don't want to yeah. kick him out just yet. Um, <clears throat> but the Brewers, I don't know, man. They, di- they, did, they made some big moves three years ago as well. Brought in Yelich, um, and then over the offseason, they brought in William Contreras, who's, you know, he was an all-star last year. Not, not quite as good this year, but still pretty fucking good, man. He's yep. got a 773 OPS out of a catcher. You know that you're not going to complain about that. Absolutely not. They brought Winker over from um, from Cincinnati two or three years ago. Actually, I think he came from Seattle that year, but um, he hasn't really performed up to their expectation. He's been pretty shit this year, actually, uh, and he can't. He just he's been hurt a lot, and he can't hit left-handed pitching at all. Um, I, I don't know. This team just isn't good. It seems like you know they have a couple nice pieces. I think Devin Williams is a really good closer. Um, Obviously, 20 saves, 105 whip. Like, he's one of the best closers in baseball. Uh, and then Corbin Burns, right? Great, great starting pitcher. Uh, 
where's is their second dude on the DL? It was Burns and Woodruff. Where's Woodruff? Oh uh, yeah, he's been on the DL for a while. Okay, so yeah, without Woodruff there, that's kind of huge. I mean, Freddie Peralta's fine, um, but it's not not this year. He isn't necessarily, but I, I do like his talent. And then, well, hold on, it says Woodruff through a bullpen session two weeks ago or a week ago. Um, scheduled for another one on Thursday of this week. No, nine. He threw on Thursday of, of last week as well. And uh, I assume he's going to start a rehab assignment soon. So maybe we see him back in August at some point. Yeah. So I think you can probably assume you won't see the Brewers go after any pitching. I don't know. They, they don't, I don't know what resources they have on the farm or anything like that, but there's nothing you can get in the trade market right now that's going to make this team come better or it's there's nothing that's going to make them a fucking play uh, a legit playoff team maybe they make it in playoff because the central is so weak right but i think the reds are going to keep fucking pounding it out i agree i i just and milwaukee's got a pretty middling farm system as well Mm -hmm. um i don't i don't see them making moves i I see them i think being like our big trade deadline acquisition is woodruff not being hurt anymore and just kind of standing pat yeah um the reds on the other hand Man, they're a fun fucking team. They absolutely positively need pitching. Uh, what's Hunter Green's situation? He's on the IL. How it's, it's a fifteen day IL. Uh, it's yeah, it's for his hip too. So um, th- I think they're just letting him ride it out until August. Okay, because Hunter Green is sort of like a poor man Spencer Strider. Yeah, like, that guy absolutely heat fucking strikes out everybody i he's a great mm-hmm. uh he's probably floating on the uh if it, i picked him up a lot in fantasy baseball mm-hmm. the last couple of years for spot starts and it, he he was always good for like eight nine strikeouts um pretty good pretty good uh i feel like their bullpen had problems with us but i do like the back end of Diaz it. is good yeah alexis Diaz, which you know it runs in the family i guess but right uh yeah he's he's one of the best he's a top five closer in baseball now but, too. but even lucas sims and buck farmer great numbers uh yeah i mean maybe they had a bullpen arm my, my assumption is by the way cincinnati is the third best farm system in baseball um there we're obviously seeing a lot of it play in the major leagues right now yeah uh ellie de la cruz and is matt like, mcclain too yeah they're, they're both technically still prospects yep um this lineup is really tough mm-hmm. really fucking annoying i mean you've got obviously de la cruz and mcclain are the young guys but vado is still vado yeah vado is a tough at bat fredo is a tough at bat too so is india i think jonathan india always pisses me yeah off. but he was the fucking rookie of the year that's not a surprise yeah this he's is a, this is actually somewhat of a down year for him, but I think he's actually picked it up since the other guys got there. And then they have uh, Spencer Steer, who came up to replace Votto because Votto was going to be out earlier in the year. And uh, I know he was one of their top ten prospects, but I don't think anybody expected him to succeed uh, this early. He's got an eight forty four OPS right now, twenty five years old. So yeah, this is a pretty good team up and down. So the starting rotation is shitty. To, for I mean, like Andrew Abbott's had some had a nice year so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashcraft's good too. Ashcraft's fine, but this, I mean, he's not, his numbers not, not aren't this year. Yeah, um, Ben Lively's had a good year, and then Luke Weaver's fine for a fifth starter. I mean, his numbers aren't good, but that name, I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, if you're in the fifth spot, they need pitching. The question is, do they attack it? Because honestly, with the bullpen pieces they have and the lineup, they're if they make moves, they're not right now. But mm-hmm. if they add and like 
one big arm and maybe one like solid middle rotation arm, I they are right on the cusp of I think loaded enough to be a real fucking problem in the playoffs. I think they could definitely win a playoff series if they make a couple of moves. And they I, whether they make moves or not, I think they'll probably win that division. Yes, but, I I think they win this division. And by the way, after that series we had with them that we won, mm. it didn't feel like we won it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to play in October in the Great American Ballpark. No, it's uh it doesn't play to our strengths very well. Not not that we can't hit the ball out of the ballpark with anybody in baseball. I think we lead major, the major league in home runs, but um it's sort of like because it's such a bandbox, mm. you, you it just feels like there's more variance there, right? Mm. Like more things can accidentally go wrong. Like yeah. you can you have a better chance at worse luck just because it's such an unpredictable ballpark. Yeah. I mean, I could see the uh I could see the Reds going after Giolito. That would be a good move for them. Mm -hmm. Or Lance Lynn. Um, although he's having... You, you could get him cheap because he's not having a good year. Um, but yeah, I think Giolito would be a good guy for them. They definitely need at least one starting pitcher. Yes. If they want to make a deep run. They can't... But maybe, you know, maybe they don't want to sacrifice anything. Maybe they're comfortable where they are right now. This is another team that feels like they are... They feel like they're two years ahead. Mm-hmm. A schedule. Now, obviously, the division sucks, and it's always kind of open, but the Reds have been a joke for years. Yeah. And obviously, they've been uh, competently building up their resources. Mm -hmm. Now, they're the, you know, the fruits are being bare, born or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I just wonder how much they'll want to sacrifice um, when they have so much still ready to come up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I, I, I wouldn't make any big moves that sacrifices the future if I were them. But if you can get, if you can flip some like double A prospects somewhere in your like your six to ten best prospects and get somebody that that's something they should probably look at doing. But I you you need to target somebody that's going to be under contract for a few years probably if you're going to make a move. Like I that. I agree. You can't take a full on rental. Mm -hmm. Um. And the other thing to wonder is there's another factor with the Reds that I think is interesting, and that is he hasn't said he's retiring this year or anything, but like win, win one for Joey. Actually get Joey some playoff. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to, if you're doing that, I would aim towards next year and do something in free agency Yeah, um, instead of having a sacrifice. Like you, you, you can spend, you can do like a, uh, a three-year, you know, $45 million contract for uh, uh, a good player in their mid to late 30s that can bring in to shore up the uh, situation a little bit and sign a, uh, a starting pitcher without giving up anything in your farm, if that's what you're thinking. I will say this. <clears throat> because they, they, they certainly have to have a pretty low payroll because one, let's see, uh, all, Steer, India, actually their entire infield is still in arbitration. Uh, not even in arbitration yet, actually. I don't think any of these guys have reached arbitration yet. So their entire infield is still on rookie rookie deals, and as is uh, Friedel. So they have the twenty fifth low. Uh, they're twenty fifth in payroll. They are under a mm. hundred million in payroll. They are spending less money currently than the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. So there's definitely there's definitely moves to be made with money that doesn't sacrifice the future of your organization here. I think. By the way, you want to know who has the second lowest payroll in baseball right now? The Rays. 
their third lowest. Second lowest. Uh, no. The Baltimore Orioles. Mm. Well, again, young players. Yeah. Six, they're spending $67 million on this team. Wow. They Not got them. Yeah. They got plenty of, plenty of money to play with. Um, I will say this. If the Reds call uh, the Padres mm-hmm. and they're able to swing Snell and, and um, Hayter, I will be scared shitless of this team. Yeah, I mean that would be interesting. You could you could empty out the farm. The if you're the Reds right now, you can empty out the farm for those two guys. You don't have to empty out the farm. They're both about to, on expiring contracts. Yeah, that's true. So that that is high value dudes with the, that you probably won't be able to keep around. No, and Hader Diaz would be the best one two bullpen in baseball. Yeah, you by, get by a pretty wide margin. You get Hader Diaz and then Lucas Sims and Buck Farmer. I mean, like, dude, yeah, fuck that. Uh, and, and those are uh, yeah that's plus and then your top of the rotation is uh snell and hunter green and then you know whatever you want to put the, ba- the mm-hmm. last two guys with you're pretty you're good to go and then again you have to go into the great american ballpark where literally anything can happen yeah fuck that fuck all of that but they're the only team that has any chance like i, I don't even want to talk about any of these other teams no. because even if the brewers do manage to make a run and get into playoffs they're not winning shit nope not at all um so they just don't have any offense at all on that team. No, I'm not worried about them. Last but not least, our NL East, the Braves, eight-and-a-half game lead over the Marlins, who are three-and-a-half games up on the Phillies. Uh, in As far as the wild card goes, I feel like they're both in, but I could be wrong about that. Well, the Marlins are certainly in. Um, the Phillies are a half game out of the wild card, half game behind the Giants. Um, I expect the Phillies to make a splash i think philly will probably flip-flop with miami at some point yes i Although think miami sustained longer than i thought they would before um frankly so who knows but i think i think that's probably what's going to happen i think uh <clears throat> harper's got a he, he's not had any power this year I don't know if that has something to do with his elbow or if it's he's just out of rhythm or something like that. Yep. But I do expect him to turn that around soon and then to go on a run. But they're having – Philly's got deep problems in their fucking lineup right now. Kyle Schwerver's not doing shit. He um, is just a bloated corpse. Yeah. Uh, Castellanos is having a great year. Brandon Marsh is having a good year for him. He's got an 800 OPS. Um, Trey Turner finally kind of – woke the fuck up although he still only has a 687 ops uh, and you got some young guys over there the n- n- you got to take advantage of having nola and wheeler though yes yeah, and i know nola's i think they're both kind of having like quote unquote down years mm. um but i it, they're still i don't they're dangerous arms in the playoffs yeah. ranger, and then suarez. ranger suarez started off slow as shit but he's he's definitely turned it around over the last what two months or so i think mm-hmm. um <clears throat> yeah his uh well he had a couple of rough starts in July, but in June he was two and oh with a one oh eight ERA. Um so he he definitely is starting to get sharp again. But yeah, they gotta do I think they need to do something. I don't not not that they necessarily need something specific, but you do something just to shake it up a little bit. Yeah. And they're another team I could see calling the Padres about a Snell hater situation. Yeah, maybe. Or- I think I could see them calling uh if things go south for Arizona at all. Uh, I could see them calling about Christian Walker because they have nothing at first base, 
and haven't all season ever yeah. since what's his nuts went down for the year so there's been a lot of talk about the cardinals trading goldschmidt but every cardinals writer i've seen is like that's not fucking happening because they're they're essentially rebuilding for 24 they want to try to win with the infielders they have essentially well that ain't gonna happen <laughs> Because you, you, they don't they don't have the money or the draft capital or farm capital to go out and rebuild that rotation. That rotation is dog shit. Yeah, the rotation's a nightmare. Uh, but whatever, you know, live your dream, I guess. Yeah, right. But um, they they are adamant about not trading Goldschmidt. And here's the thing with that about uh, 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 I guess car- trading with the Cardinals is if the Cardinals do make that trade, if they do trade Goldschmidt, mm-hmm. I don't think Philly has the farm capital to pull that off. They're twentieth in the MLB. Um, I just don't know what they have that would. I mean, because if the you got to come to the Cardinals with an f- insane package yeah. to pry that guy out of there. Yeah, we'll see. Last I, year's MVP. Yeah, I don't care how old he is. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now on to the Marlins. Alcantara is still up and down this year, but you know, it's it's gone from. One good start every three starts to one every other start, which is better. Right. So it's definitely improving. Uh, Lazardo is good. Yeah. Good young left-handed pitcher. Um, their other guy is hurt right now. Cabrera? Uh, no. Well, he's on the IL as well. Um, but Rod- yeah, he's... Rogers has been out like all year. Um, not Cabrera. Who's the other one? The other young guy that's fucking like 6'8". What the hell's his name? Is it Braxton Garrett? Um, he's six two. No, but he, he's having a good year. What the uh, hell? Where is this kid? Um, Brian Hoeing. No, they have. Is he six six? No, it's like a dude that throws exactly like, um, Alcantara, and he's like twenty two years old. What the hell? I'm not seeing him on the on the depth. Oh my god! Um, Man, all of their pitchers are huge. Trevor Rogers is six five. Yeah, he's not on the roster right now. I wonder what happened. Maybe he's uh, injured. Victor Mesa out. Do you think they have Chisholm's on the on the IL as well? Do you think they have the lineup to get through this? I, I they obviously they have the rotation pieces. Um, I don't know how how their bullpen is. I mean, their closer's got a four ERA. The whip's okay. Um, This team, it feels like a mirage. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like they've really overperformed. Um, yeah, it kind of does. But there, there are, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talent on here. I mean, it's like, uh, I think it would be really interesting to see them go after, um, what's his name? The uh, uh, shortstop from the White Sox, Tim, whatever the fuck his name Anderson. is. Anderson. Tim Anderson, yeah. Um, bring somebody over with a little more pop in the middle of that lineup. The White Sox don't need him. They don't need anything. They, they may as well shut down no, the entire team. No, they need to strip it all um, the way down. Well, here's another one they could go for if you want uh, pop. Um, I'm not necessarily sure they love their entire outfielder. I mean, Jesus Sanchez has a 797 OPS. Brian De La Cruz, 754 OPS, but... The number one White Sox bat I would be looking at for anyone who needs it would be Luis Robert. Yeah, but I don't know what they're going to ask for him. The Marlins don't have that kind of clout to yeah. go after a dude like that, I don't think. But, um, yeah, they, I think there is. there are probably some smart moves out there they can make. 
Um, just put some depth in the in the lineup. Yeah, because it's not it's not a scary lineup. I love Jorge Soler, but he's the only guy in that line. And Jorge and Jazz are the only two guys in the lineup I'm really afraid of. Like I said on another show, Luis Perez having a great year, but it's like, oh no, you hit a single. The guy I was talking about is Yuri Perez. Okay, he's twenty six eight. He's five and three with a two thirty six ERA and a one oh nine WHIP. Jesus, right now, but he's in the minor leagues. Okay. I don't. I don't understand why. I imagine he won't be for long with Cabrera and the IL, and I mean they they don't have five dudes right now. I mean I don't know why they would have sent him down in the fucking first place. Um, that's honestly kind of shocking to me because his last start was July sixth against St. Louis. Maybe they sent him down to get another start so he didn't get off rhythm. Yeah, I uh, but that. his last start was against the Cardinals. Six innings, no run, or six innings, one run, seven Ks. Do you who do you see finishing second in this division? I think we're both in agreement that the Braves are going to win it. Um, it's I mean I don't know if if the if Philly doesn't do something, it's going to be the Marlins. To be honest, I agree. I think if Philly stands pat or makes minor moves, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. They need they need rotation depth. Even if they don't go for they don't need to chase a number one starter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They need just depth. Yeah, they need they need hit they need hitting depth. To be honest. I mean, one more bat and maybe like a mid rotation guy. Yeah, yeah. They, so that's that's the advantage that Philadelphia has is they don't need to make big moves, right? They just yeah. need to make some smart moves that mm-hmm. might not cost them that much. To be honest, um, the Marlins kind of the same way. The, I guess the difference is though is that if Philly does make a big splash, I'm fucking scared of them again. Yeah. In the uh, in October. well, maybe I don't in, know. Not, not in the regular season, but in October, I, I don't yeah. think they're gonna keep up with. I mean. They're twelve games back right now. That would be that would be a huge comeback. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then, then you're you know, I, I don't know how likely it would be necessarily, but you're talking about um, like three of the streakiest hitters in all of baseball um, with uh, uh, Harper, Har- Harper and Schwarber for sure, home run wise. Those dudes get on streaks, and it's impossible to get them out. It yeah. seems like every time they come up in a big moment, they crush one. We saw it with both guys last year in the playoffs. Um, and then Trey Turner's the same way. Like, he, he will uh, – he, he goes on these – he's a pretty consistent up and down in most years, um, but he usually starts and finishes the year kind of shitty. Yeah. Like, his, his uh, uh, April and September – Average is usually somewhere between 270 and, and, and uh, uh, 280, something like that. And then he's a 330 guy the rest of the year, something like that. So he can get super hot, too. If all three of those guys were to get hot, it doesn't matter if they add anybody or nope. not. I mean, look. But that's we, a big fucking risk to take. On names alone, a lineup with Real Muto, Bohm, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, and Bryce Harper is goddamn, it's ungodly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. So the fact that they're having, I mean, if there was one team, this is the type of team, by the way, this is like the Braves in 2021, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, they made the World Series, but they kind of had a down year. It's like the Phillies last year. It's like, I mean, yeah, their record wasn't great in the regular season, but like, just look at that fucking lineup. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm looking at them. So Yuri Perez got sent down because they're monitoring his innings. Okay. That's fucking stupid. That's really dumb. Um, Nolan Ryan used to say 
uh, he and Tom House used to say that your arm will rust before it wears out, and I agree with that. I think this is horse shit. The way that they coddle young arms, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Doesn't seem like it's making them stronger. It's definitely not making them stronger. We see more TJs now than ever. Yeah. Um, and I think you just you got to throw the kid out there and let him build up the right kind of strength and the muscle around imagine, the tendon. Imagine you, you, like with a marathon runner, you're like, hold on, hold on, yeah. we got to monitor his miles. He can't it's run too many dumb. miles. You know who who ha- that hasn't been done to recently? That's a similar style pitcher. Um, I guess technically Yuri Perez is a sinker baller like Alcantara, but uh, he throws in the high 90s. The Braves have not had any problems throwing Strider out there every fucking day. Nope. Um, and he's only getting stronger. Now, granted, Strider has the beefiest legs in baseball. Um, sure, yeah. But per- yeah. Perez is 6'8". Yeah. He's exactly. generating, like Torque is generating most of the velocity there. It's not, I don't know, man. This this That's really dumb of them. In the middle of a fucking pennant race when they're second in the division, too. I don't know. Uh, with the Braves, we've talked about it a little bit, but for me, all the moves I really want to see them make is just get me like two good arms in mm-hmm. the bullpen. I don't think we need any lineup moves. I don't think we need any rotation moves. I mean, if they were able to to go to, um, let's say, Pittsburgh and convince them to trade Brian Reynolds for, I, I don't know, uh, Ozuna or... Um, Rosario. Rosario. I would probably do that. Just My because. assumption is, yeah, I guess you swap out Rosario, send like Vaughn Grissom or something. Yeah, and yeah I'll, I'll take it. I'd be fine with that. He's a switch hitter, um, maintains an 800 or so OPS, plays pretty good defense and stuff like that. I'd be okay with that, but I, it's not necessary. Probably. No, I, I think it's just making that bullpen sort of impenetrable, mm-hmm. right? Because we love Mentor, we love Iglesias. Uh, once he's back, Jesse Chavez been great once again this year. Yeah. And then we've had some guys who are good, who are good, but not necessarily like, you know, we're missing, we're definitely missing that third guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. the Matzik from two years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how it develops. I mean, as far as shutdown guys, we're definitely missing the third guy. It would be great to get, um, I mean, it would be great to get somebody like Hater. To be honest, if, um, <clears throat> if the, uh, Padres were willing to part with him for Vaughn Grissom. I would probably make that move and try to re-sign him to a try to re-sign Hater to a three-year deal immediately. Yep, yeah, for like sixteen mil a year or something like that, 100%. or sixteen to twenty mil a year. I'd, I would do that immediately. Um, but we'll see. I mean, the Braves are in a pretty good spot right now. They're leading the league in ERA and OPS, and that's happened five times in baseball history. Yeah, uh, one of which was the nineteen twenty-seven Yankees. I think there was a. Uh, <laughs> A phrase people use to call call them murderers row and shit like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but three of the five teams, including that 1927 Yankees team, won the World Series. So it's obviously not a bad indicator that you lead the league in the number one offensive statistic and the number one defensive <laughs> right. statistic. We score the most runs and allow the least. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Uh, who do you think? It's so hard to pick a World Series winner. I don't think that's necessarily a useful exercise. Five teams you think can win the World Series. Um, well, the Braves are definitely at the top of the list. Yes. Um, I think second, I would probably go with the Astros just because they've been there and done that. They know how to win. They just did it. Um, it's hard to win back to back. Yes. But if they get healthy and things go well for them, it's, it's hard to count them out. Um, I think my third choice would probably be the Rays. Um, 
although they've never actually made it completely over the hill before. Right. Um, and then I would say Dodgers, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wing it. I think Baltimore's got a shot if okay. they make a couple of moves. I think, I think that's totally legit as well with Baltimore. Um, obviously, there's some undeniable ones. I think the Braves and the Astros and the Dodgers are the three like <clears throat> undeniably undeniable teams yeah. that are World Series contenders. And, I mean, the Diamondbacks can make some moves because and, and, they, they have good pitching. I just, they, they seem like they're overperforming to me. Yeah. But uh, we'll see, I guess. A hundred percent. I would say I will say my my last two teams I'll pick are I kinda I, I'm just gonna go out on a whim and say the Orioles over the Rays, even though I think even though it's totally reasonable that the Rays win the division. Mm-hmm. Um this like we talked about, when you just look at the lineup, the Orioles lineup's loaded, they the Orioles will have to make a move, I think, to beat fully in this category yeah a move or two probably um and then the last one really honestly again this requires a move but if they do the right thing if they go after the pitching they need which is not that much pitching i think the reds are your like wild card that's not really a wild card yeah maybe you know just with the depth of that of that lineup and hunter green at the top and obviously the back end of their bullpen the reds are a, a very good arm and then another like just filler arm away yeah. I, I i so those would be my five enforcing uh, teams who build who a lot most teams build their playoff roster around pitching forcing them to play half their games in fucking great american ballpark is going to throw a wrench into that plan it is such a fucking wild card of a stadium mm-hmm. it's worse than cores i think it is yeah certainly because cores is obviously the air is fucky there but that's a big ass ballpark. It's humongous. Uh, Great American is a launch pad. It's like a fucking t ball field. It's yeah. It's like if you ever go, like if you drive by like a, a women's softball field, mm-hmm. like at a high school or whatever, and you just like look at the fence, and you're just like, dude, I could crank them over this all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are my five. That's what I got. Be exciting second half. I'm really looking forward to, uh, like I said, the AL West race and the and the AL East race. I think those will be the two best divisional mm-hmm. races uh, in baseball. But yeah, that's all I fucking got. Yep. See you in hell.